Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to the broadcast. How are you today? Isn't it wonderful? This is actually Friday. A lot of cause for celebration as we kick off the weekend. I want to begin with several items of good news. I've probably these are more personal kinds of stories. But I want to begin with a very important victory at the Supreme Court. At the Supreme Court, as you know, we now have a new justice on the Supreme Court. And there's no question, I don't think there was any question where this person was coming from. It was quite evident, but it's very clear now by this first decision that has been rendered what her perspective is. Here's the story. The Supreme Court is not going to reinstate immigration policies that have been reinstated, that have been put in place by Joe Biden. This decision was made yesterday. They declined to freeze a lower court order that blocked the Department of Homeland Security from implementing new immigration enforcement priorities. This was actually Justice Ketanji Brown Jackson's first vote since joining the court. Jackson, along with Justices Elena Kagan, Sonia Sotomayor, and Amy Coney Barrett, dissented from the court's action. The court also agreed to hear arguments on the merits of the case next term in its December sitting, adding another substantial dispute to the court's docket that already includes cases on voting rights, religious liberty, the environment, and affirmative action. This is going to be a very interesting court session next time around, the next term. This 5-4 to four order is a loss for the Biden administration. What are they trying to do exactly, and why is this something to be pleased with? They're trying to return to Obama-era policies that limit immigration arrests in order to focus on security risks instead of the more aggressive approach taken under the Trump administration. This is mind-boggling, again, because, as you know, the responsibility of Homeland Security is primarily, um, hello, Homeland Security. So doesn't it make sense that one of the priorities 
If you have people who are breaking the law, typically what do you do? You arrest them. And we saw this more aggressive policy out of the Trump administration. And now, here we are at a place where the court has said the Biden administration cannot, cannot pursue this very lenient policy of immigration. Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas has argued a priority-driven approach to immigration enforcement is a better use of the department's limited resources because it focuses attention on security risk. How about recognizing that all illegal immigration is a security risk? These folks just don't get it, do they? Because, again, this is driven by politics. Thursday's vote came after a federal judge in Texas vacated Mayorkas' guidance for the arrest and removal of immigrants in a lawsuit brought by Texas and Louisiana. The administration appealed to the Fifth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals, which denied the Justice Department's request to stay the lower court order pending appeal. The administration asked the Supreme Court to step in on an emergency basis, arguing the DHS has long relied on guidance regarding national immigration enforcement priorities in order to harmonize its efforts and focus its limited resources. In other words, we wanted an excuse not to do our jobs. Under the guidance... Three categories of non-citizens who are identified as priorities for apprehension and removal. They include those who pose a danger to national security, a threat to public safety or the border. The guidelines call for an assessment of the totality of the facts and circumstances when determining priorities. The lower court opinion is thwarting the secretary's direction of the department he leads and disrupting DHS's efforts to focus its limited resources on the non-citizens who pose the gravest threat to national security, public safety, and the integrity of our nation's borders. That's what the solicitor wrote about this. I would just suggest to you, if you can't do your freaking job, go home. It's really that simple. And if you don't have the resources, go to Congress and ask for them. This is not complicated stuff, people. The bottom line is they don't want to enforce the border. That's the problem. The solicitor also wrote that for most of our nation's history, a suit like this would have been unheard of. Courts did not allow states to sue the federal government based on the indirect downstream effects of federal policies. Why the hell not? Do you not understand the very title of our country? United States. The whole idea is not the elimination of states. The whole purpose is to preserve the identity of these states. This is crazy. You hear what you hear what their position is? 
The solicitor goes on to say the states do not have the legal right to bring the challenge, and a recent Supreme Court decision from last term deprived the lower court from stepping in. She also asked the justices to take up the case next term, which they will. Texas Attorney General Ken Paxton and Louisiana Attorney General left Jeff Landry, a friend of this program, urged the Supreme Court to stay out of the dispute. They said they had the legal right to bring the case because the administration's policy would lead to higher costs for the states and would increase the number of criminal non-citizens in the states. Duh! Paxton arguing through the Immigration and National Nationality Act, Congress has directed the executive in mandatory language to detain specific criminal aliens. So the states, these states, Louisiana and Texas, they've stepped up and said, look, you're sending literally criminals into our state. Yes, we have a right to sue. And they're telling the court, the Supreme Court, butt out. So by affirming, the Supreme Court has essentially said, the states have a legitimate claim. A legitimate claim. So, this is a temporary victory for enforcement of the law. Now, whether the administration follows through, they don't have to obey by doing anything. They just can't push this policy. God help us. These folks are crazy, aren't they? (laughs) Coming up, a couple of more just human and personal stories that I hope will... Help put you in a good frame of mind for your weekend. Then we'll delve into the crazy news of the day, including more people who don't want to enforce the law. (laughs) That much more as we continue our Friday broadcast. Stay with us. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois.
If you would like to join the conversation, the Eagles Markets talk line is 800-923-1110, 800-923-1110. Common Sense Retirement Planning text line is 71307. I promised a couple of encouraging stories to set the tone for the weekend. One of them from the upstate of South Carolina. The story reported by WYFF about one Noah Johnson, a member of Five Points Church in Easley, South Carolina. Here's what happened. This young man has been called a hero for saving another teen from drowning while on a church retreat. The retreat in Garden City, South Carolina. It was a fun experience as these church camps and retreats are. But on this particular day, this young man recalls the current was very bad because there was a storm that came out of nowhere. They have what are called king tides, exceptionally high tides that can flood streets and create some dangerous ocean conditions. So it was time for everyone to get out of the ocean immediately. Noah noticed when Noah Johnson recognized one of his friends was still out there drowning. No hesitation on his part. He rushed to save his friend and prayed that he would get to him before he died. He was able to get there, keep him afloat long enough until more help arrived. The waves, they were pretty strong. It actually continued to pull Noah under. They both struggled. But ultimately they prevailed. And Noah, Noah Johnson, gives honor and praise to God for allowing him to be able to help his friend. Saying, I realized if it had not been for what I had done, his family would be grieving and planning a funeral right now. We understand the boy is doing much better now and will make a full recovery. Also encouraging everyone to be safe out in the ocean and to be very careful in conditions that sometimes we may not be prepared for. A very important warning this time of year as so many people are out vacationing at the beach. We also have this story that, again, a lot of extreme leftists are not going to appreciate. This story out of St. Charles, Missouri. A brave customer in Missouri rescued a convenience store clerk who was being held at knife point and then fatally shot the would-be robber when the suspect charged him. This happened at a quick trip gas station in St. Charles. The Good Samaritan was sitting in the vehicle parked in front of the quick trip when he saw a suspicious person go into the store. He grabbed a backpack and ran inside looking for the clerk. He said, I saw him grab her and drag her to the front of the counter. Something wasn't right when I saw that. 
So since I have my concealed carry, I had my gun on me, I just waited, walked up to the door. I saw him with a knife to her throat. She was emptying out the cash register, and I took a step in and peeked my head in to ask if everything was okay. Couldn't see his face, but he was saying yes. I could see her face. She was saying no. She was scared. Police have identified the robbery suspect, 26-year-old Lance Bush from St. Louis City. I pulled my gun up. I asked, are you sure everything's okay? That's when the suspect said, no, it's not okay, but I got something for you. He grabbed his bag, ran from around the counter, started running towards him. Running toward the armed citizen. And that's when he fired the shots. Fired four shots. Bush drops to the ground. Customer. Then told the clerk to call the police. The shooter saying, I don't think I honestly had a choice. Already had a knife at her throat. Could have pulled out something bigger than what I had. Then you would have had two people dead instead of one. Yes. Real possibility here. Bush transported the hospital pronounced dead. Police believe the same suspect was tied to two armed robberies that occurred an hour earlier. In fact, he was driving a black SUV that had been reported stolen. Fortunately, the man who shot Bush has not been charged in connection with his death. customer watching all of this said every time you second guess if you have to take a life but you also have to think it was for the greater good the answer is definitely yes this man who saved the day said that he has experience training with guns and handling emergency situations, which made him take on the suspect when the other customers fled. Instinct, I would say. Instinct. That's just it. I guess knowing that I'm protected, I can protect somebody else. And this is at the heart of those who very much see the importance of the Second Amendment. It's not just about us. It's about the ability also to protect others. This, um, this kind of scenario is carried out who knows how many times across this country. Doesn't always get media attention. But we wanted to make sure it got your attention. Isn't it great when the good guys prevail? Coming up, unfortunately, a story that... Um, Well, this goes into the alternative universe. One of those that's going to cause you to ask, what in the heck is going on? (laughs) That much more as we continue our Friday edition. Stay with us.
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. of contrary opinions on the text line over at 71307. This person referring to the St. Charles incident, it wasn't up to the customer to take the law into his own hands. He should have called the police and at the most talked to him to try and de-escalate the situation until police arrived. But Alan of Spartanburg says St. Charles story, happy ending, innocence alive, unharmed, at least three other crimes solved, committed by thugs. A thug who's done committing crimes. <laughs> that is for sure. I want to go into an example of some of the insanity that we are seeing right now with our so-called justice system. And I think this is one of the things that Americans are waking up to. And recognizing something is just not right. Not right at all. It's a story by Breitbart about the attack on Representative Lee Zeldin. Are you familiar with what happened here? This story is absolutely bizarre in and of itself. The act in and of itself, the attack, is bad enough. There's more to this story that I think would have a lot of Americans' blood boiling. We've learned the man accused of attacking Representative Lee Zeldin with a sharp weapon, you ready for this, has already been released back into society. Zeldin's the Republican nominee for governor was campaigning in Parenton, New York, Thursday night when the suspect identified as 43-year-old David Jacobonis. He walked across the stage, stopped in front of Zeldin, and appeared to thrust a weapon towards Zeldin's neck. Zeldin blocked the first thrust, then the suspect was tackled. The man who tackled the alleged attacker, AMVET's national director, Joe Chanelli, described what happened. His fingers were like two finger holes in the blade and lunged at the congressman. And Congressman Zeldin blocked the first lunge. Then as he tried to lunge again, I grabbed him from behind and tackled him down to the ground and held him on the ground. Once the suspect was in custody and everything settled down, Zeldin finished his speech. Later in a tweet, Zeldin said the alleged attacker told him, You're done. <laughs> you can't make this up, folks. The Republican also predicted... Due to New York's insane bail laws, the suspect would be immediately released. This is what he tweeted out. The attacker will likely be instantly released under New York's laws. Well, guess what, folks? 
It's happened. According to a statement later released by the Monroe County Sheriff's Department, Jacob Bonus was charged with attempted assault in the second degree and just as Zeldin predicted, released on his own recognizance. No bail involved. This man allegedly attempts to stab another man in the throat and is released on his own recognizance. Worse yet, the man allegedly attempted to stab a gubernatorial candidate in the throat, a man chosen by the people of New York to represent them. And you want to hear another irony about this? At the time of the attack, Zeldin was giving a speech about New York's insane bail reform laws, which are undoubtedly responsible for the increase in New York's violent crime rate. I was just having a conversation with someone yesterday about all that is done in the name of security and safety, and do not hear what I'm not saying here. All that is done in the name of safety and security for our high-profile top government officials. Like, for instance, we shut down, like yesterday, we shut down the whole city for the vice president. I also had a conversation with someone about the Democrat convention years ago. Do you remember that? The fence they put that looked made uptown Charlotte look like a prison camp. It's amazing what the government will do to protect, quote, important people. But the bottom line is they really don't care about you. This is crazy stuff, folks. I mean, can you imagine if someone tried to harm the president or the vice president? Can you imagine that person walking the street the next day? This is insane. Zeldin's campaign, and they certainly have an issue to work with, don't they? The campaign put out a statement on the website from New York City to Buffalo. New Yorkers have witnessed firsthand the deadly consequences of cashless bail. But Governor Kathy Hochul, those controlling the state legislature, continue to put criminals over the safety of everyday citizens. In the midst of skyrocketing crime across the state, we have to ensure our brave men and women in law enforcement have the resources they need to keep our community safe. And the ability to keep dangerous criminals behind bars is paramount. New York's cashless bail law handcuffs justice, and its repeal is long overdue. This is just crazy. Another issue worthy of note, Zeldin's opponent, sitting Governor Kathy Hochul, directed her supporters to attend Zeldin's Thursday night event with the claim the event would spread dangerous lies, misinformation, and his far-right agenda at these campaign events <laughs> and urged people to RSVP the event. So New York had a suspect in custody accused of wielding a sharp weapon at a gubernatorial candidate. It could very well have been an assassination attempt. Hold things on video. New York sets the alleged attacker loose with no bail. Zero. 
Democrats like Hochul want to disarm you as they release violent felons into your neighborhood. Now ask yourself why. Now you didn't need to know it's not just New York. There are plenty of other places around the country where you've got these folks who are more concerned about coddling criminals than they are pursuing policies to protect your safety. I thought you would be intrigued to know this. And interestingly enough, still to come in the broadcast, we will talk about the vice president. What was she doing in Charlotte yesterday? What very important life-saving and life-changing policies was she promoting? (laughs) We'll talk about that as we continue the broadcast. Also, still to come... President Joe Biden had some high praise for GM over their electric car production. God forbid he would praise Tesla. Just wait until you find out what GM is doing with their electric cars and where. Stay with us. the text line. Hey, Vince, Governor Hochul also publicized every stop Zeldin was going to make. Boy, isn't that charming. The law is the law. Representative Zeldin, no harm, no foul. Just more Republican whining. Stop it. You sound like Donald Trump. Oh, my goodness. (laughs) Sound like Donald Trump. This is hilarious. Uh, the person that called in about de-escalating a situation in Louisiana has obviously never called the police and had to work, wait 30 to 40 minutes for the police to get there. The whole episode probably lasted less than a minute and a half. Yep, it all happens very quickly. But we also have this with the Lake Charles story. You're promoting vigilante justice, just like Trump or the drunk white boys at the bar Friday night. Do you want to empower a concealed carry permit to include their interpretation of justice or the written law? That is from Dean. Vigilante justice. Okay. Isn't that lovely? Vincent, we're going to let dangerous psychopaths like that out of jail. I say we release all the January 6th prisoners. I'm sick and tired (laughs) of this two-tier justice system. Shouldn't we either have justice for all or no justice at all? That's right. How stupid of me. Only the Democrats matter. (laughs) Headline, AOC claims she was almost attacked at Lee's Zeldin campaign rally. Well, it was in New York. It could have been me. She's reportedly resting well. Isn't that wonderful, Alan, out of Spartanburg? And this texture says the real truth is America needs a thousand Trumps. I think one is quite enough. Just my opinion. 
putting that out there. So, on the subject of killing and death, we have Kamala Harris visiting Charlotte. Is she here to talk about how we are to deal with the ongoing impact of our economic challenges? Inflation, high gas prices, though they are kind of slowly coming down. Of course not. She's here to promote further efforts to kill babies. And, and I want you to understand this is exactly what we're going to do and how we're going to refer to it. This is not about choice. This is about babies. So Kamala Harris told Governor Roy Cooper he's the last line of defense in the state house for reproductive rights. Reproductive rights, my ass. Killing baby rights. That's what this is. Killing baby rights. You have a whole lot of rights in terms of reproduction. You have the right, you have the right to keep your freaking legs closed. Everybody has that right equally. You have the right to practice any number of birth control methods that don't involve producing a baby and then killing it because you don't want it. That's not a reproductive right. That's an infanticide right. That's what this is. And I'm ashamed and disgusted when I watch my black brothers and sisters who ought to know better defend infanticide you know that if you listen to this program you know the derivation of this ladies and gentlemen planned parenthood the goal was to reduce populations of minorities it's to kill black people what are you stupid and sadly, these politicians are, because all they're doing is pandering. They're pandering, and they've put political interests ahead of the survival of their own kind. And these folks should never, I don't want to ever hear any of these people come to me and talk to me about what it means to be authentically black. If you think being authentic, authentically black means killing your own kind... You're no part of me. I am not ashamed at all to say that. In fact, you should know by now, I don't find my identity in race in the first place. But I certainly do not identify with people who just want to kill babies out of convenience. So in any case, I mean, think about this. Our tax dollars paid for this lame brain to come to Charlotte and to basically advocate for all kinds of programs and efforts to preserve abortion rights. This is an abomination. I mean, what do we need her for? I mean, honestly. This is a disgrace is what it is. I'd love to get your thoughts as we continue the broadcast. On the other side, we have Faith Focus Friday. Some great items for you, including an inspirational story of survival 
That's especially touching for me. You understand why. Coming up, stay with us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 